Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Hi there, I'm Laura McGoodwin with teammates Aliyah Kamalova and Kayleen Holden. Welcome to The Females, a podcast from Career Contessa that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice for women so you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. On today's episode, we're taking a bit of a detour from our usual career advice to talk about a much less serious topic because we're all about finding the balance between sharing glitter and glue. And let's be honest, 2020 wasn't all bad. That's why on this episode, we're sharing our team highs, lows, favorite things, and hopes for 2021. And now this is The Females. All right. Well, we should talk about maybe our highs and lows. Should we start with that? Since the idea with this episode, just so everyone knows, is that we just felt like it was time for a dose of maybe good news, looking back and refreshing on the year because... I know this has been the longest year, maybe the shortest year. And now that we're at the end, I'm kind of curious, Kaylee and Aaliyah, do you guys like end of the year, not resolutions, but just sort of like, you know, it's coming to an end. A fresh start is coming up. Like, do you like the end of the year timing? I kind of like the finality of the year, even though it's just a continuation. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just another gonna, day. <laughs> yeah. I think people really frame this year as like, I can't wait for this year to be over. And it's like, it's not going to be that much different in January and February. But I do like mentally just maybe on like a individual level thinking about the year being over and using it as a reflection point instead of like everything's resetting. Yeah, agreed. I think it's uh, I feel like we give this advice a lot, Career Contessa, of like tallying up your wins, your losses, your accomplishments. And as much as we give the advice, it really sort of forces you to do it since everyone else is doing it too. So it's a good time to look back. Yeah. Okay. So let's start. We'll do this in kind of like rapid fire round and Aliyah, you can start. So what's new, <laughs> which we understand the irony of that and then do your highs and your lows so far. Okay. Well, what's new personally for me, I 
this year adopted my two cute cats, Swanson and Lewis. So that was like perfect because it was like the month before lockdown. So I think a lot of people started fostering animals and adopting dogs and cats. And it's been really helpful during quarantine to have like a little cute little animal. So we got them just the right time. So that's new for me. Also new apartment, a weird experience moving during a pandemic, but it actually was very manageable and felt like less stressful, I think, than if we were you know, going into the office every day, for example, which is the other point. Remote work is new for all of us in terms of it being a full-time remote job. But I actually think that we moved pretty smoothly into it. And so that's been great. And I've been able to set up like a home office at my new place. So that's also a new experience is like having a designated spot to do work. is such a life-changing thing, even if it's not like you know, a full formal office to go to, it really transforms how you work. It's like, I've just, it helps for your psyche so much to have a physical space. Even if it's like your dining room table, like if you live in a studio, you have to physically move somewhere. I, I also read in a magazine that, um, one in five people have moved during COVID or they know someone who has moved. I think it was like one in five, which that that's a lot of people. So a lot of people are doing that. Okay. And then on Sorry. a like larger level, <laughs> <Keep going>. obviously, <laughs> I mean, those are all very minute, small things in my life. Having a new president, like, I think that's like a crazy way to end the year. I, I don't know. I feel like that itself, regardless if you voted for him or not, is like a catalyst to like think about change and stuff. So I don't know. The significance of this being like an election year too, on top of everything is huge. So that's definitely been a change and an exciting one. So my high for this pandemic time has been spending time in Texas because I did a road trip to go with my family uh, to go visit my family in Texas. And I like have never this was like at the beginning of the quarantine. I've never been able to spend that much extended time. Just like it felt very much like like in your adult life. Yes. Yeah. It felt very like even in college, that was like the first time I was living apart. But still, you'd come back for like a week or something for breaks in between quarters for me. So this really feels like almost like high school. Like I'm just waking up every day, except instead of like going to school and doing work (laughs) in uh, my family's dining room table. So that's been actually really nice, especially because here in Texas, we're like north of Houston. So there's a lot of space to go outside. And I think that's been like huge for me um, to like just mentally survive a, you know, quarantine, being able to go outside, which is something I didn't have in Los Angeles. So that's definitely um, a high for the past, whatever, nine months. I don't know how long this is. I know. Time doesn't matter Mm -hmm. anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's either a high or a low for people in this year, but. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) And then, yeah, what are your lows? Lows is reading the news literally any point in time, (laughs) any day, any second the hour and <laughs> checking the news. I feel like it's almost like I don't even need to say all the lows because I think we all share a low, the common low. Just yeah, everything revolutionary wise, just like it's kind of nice to, I don't know, people addressing a lot of problems that have long been in the United States of America. So I think a lot of people have been more invested 
um, into getting involved locally. So I think that's really inspiring to counteract all of the really uninspiring, unmotivating things you read day to day. So it's been manageable. Just when you think it can't get mm-hmm. good, like something good. I, I do feel, I mean, I also think that, and again, this is either a high or low, depending on how you look at it, but like everyone's intake of news and social media is probably way up in 2020. So again, it's either a high or a low and on some days, maybe a mix of both. But, um, you know, I, I definitely have had moments where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta detox for a day or two. This is, you can like feel the anxiety. Okay, Kayleen, you're up. <laughs> What's new? Your highs and lows. Didn't you, did you guys do this at dinner tables? Like when you were growing up, you go around and say like your highs and lows or something. I used to force my roommates to do this back in like college. I want to do this. I think this is something that I will like, once my son gets a little bit older, I would really like to do this every night. I wish, well, we never could because we were such a big family. <laughs> would have taken like an hour. Dinner but, would have been like over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's really nice. We do it on Thanksgiving, actually. Background. We did this in my family because my dad would always say, how was your day in school? And we'd say, good. <laughs> and that was all we would say. And so he's like, all right, what were your highs and your low? Because it's like, can you, now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of like anticlimactic. You come, you you like come home and see your kids and they've been gone all day and you're like, what'd you do? And they're just like, nothing. <laughs> and you're like, God, I hope that's not the answer. Anyway, okay, go on, Kaylee. I wrote in my notes, LOL, everything, because this year was a crazy year. Uh, I also moved. I also had my son, Woody, and I actually had on him. the first day of quarantine. Yeah. So I had him. I think my last day of work was like March. I want to say it was like March 7th, something like that. And then went into the hospital on the 11th. I had him very early on the 13th. And then like uh, two hours later, my mom was kicked out. My in-laws were kicked out and like literally everything changed in the space of a couple hours. And I feel like I was still like high from an epidural, just like not knowing what's going <laughs> on at all. And I think it took like honestly, like a couple of weeks for me to like realize what was going on in the world. And it was wild. That was back when everyone's like, oh, we'll be back to normal in a month. We'll just shut it down for spring Everyone break. was like, oh my God, it Two might weeks. last till June. Like that yeah. was like a yeah. genuine I concern. Yeah. <laughs> we had such plans for my maternity leave. And I remember saying to my husband, I was like, if this is still going on by June and we don't get to go anywhere, I'm going to be so pissed. And it's like, if, if I only knew, I mean, and this feeds into my highs, my highs were Woody, obviously. And, and what, what quarantine gave us is, and a lot of people say that with a newborn, you're quarantining anyway, it gave us like a real focus on him. And there, there were no options to even do anything else. So we did get like really nice uninterrupted time to figure it out with like no input from anyone, which was, which was really nice. But then to go back to the lows, I, <laughs> I like the day that my mom had to go home was like the saddest day ever. I was like bawling at the, uh, the pediatrician. I'm pretty sure they thought I had like the worst postpartum ever. But like, so I'm one of 10 kids and I thought this was going to be like a month I get to spend with my mom, which would never happen. And it didn't. <laughs> so that was awesome. But uh, yeah, just missing family and friends, missing like being able to share firsts. Like the other night I had the depressing thought of like my eight month old doesn't know how to wave because he doesn't oh. see people. <laughs> you start waving to him across the room. Yeah. <laughs> or just bring him up on Zoom and Laura and I will just wave okay. to him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll every that. meeting. 
But my year has mostly been highs, I have to say. Unfortunately, I know I know it's been a really tough year for everyone else, but for me, it's kind of been, I've, I've sort of benefited from it, which sounds horrible to say, but I've been able to spend uh, 2020 with my baby, which has been nice. I feel like Woody's generation is going to be like, talk about digital nomads. Like they're going to know how to work Zoom and video calls way better than anybody else. Uh, again, it's a higher load. Look at it because even when I see toddlers today and they're like wearing masks and they're, you know, FaceTiming with people, I'm, I'm like, there are adults who still can't figure out how to do those two things. Wear a mask the whole time and FaceTime and get comfortable with that. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it all unfolds and what sticks and what doesn't and stuff like that. Lauren, what are your, your news, your highs, your lows? I'm kind of with Kayleen. It's like, well, everything's new. It's I didn't move. I'm one of the few people who moved out. of. So if you guys know Los Angeles, there's like living in the city of LA and there's kind of living on the outside of LA. And so I live in Redondo Beach. So I've always lived on the outside of LA and forever. It's been like, oh, you live so far. You're so far away. Well, I have to say in quarantine, that was very convenient because then all of a sudden everybody wanted to move out of LA. So I didn't move. I will say one of the new things was obviously having to do work from home, but I'm with Aaliyah. It was like a pretty smooth transition. And it's funny because when I first started Career Contest, I worked from home and I started to not like it, but this time around, I like it a lot more. And I don't know if that has to do with the fact that everybody's working from home. And so I think before I just, I truly felt more isolated. Um, whereas now I, I'm like, well, I'm part of the gang of everybody working from home. I would say for my highs, um, I'm having a quarantine baby and we just found out she's a baby girl, which was, <laughs> I felt very serendipitous that it, it happened, uh, right before, um, election day. So that was really cool. So of course, you know, you know, you can make all the quarantine baby COVID baby jokes. I'm, I'm, I'm available for all of them. (laughs) I would say another high has been just living in a warm climate, like in realizing, holy crap, like our situation is so different. Like we, I still get to go outside and how important these like little routines have been to keep having like a physical space to work, appreciating going outside, Of course, I have all the anxieties that every new parent or, you know, upcoming parent has about having a kid, but I feel like it's, it's a little different with quarantine. I will say like, I think my quality of life, like I, I don't have a commute. Like I'm a little less nervous right now than I probably would have been had I been part of my quote unquote old life. I would say the other high is just very much like keeping career Contessa going like that, that, like when people ask me you know, Oh, what are you guys there doing? That's brand new. Or what's your strategy? I'm like, the strategy is survival. And I have no like embarrassment about that, about being like, Hey, we have to pivot. We have to shift. And I know I've been very honest with you guys about like, Hey, this revenue stream just stopped. And like, I just feel like they're like, the gloves are off a little bit for a lot of business owners. And one thing it does do is it makes you one of the, I would say like a high that's come out of this is like the incredible focus. Like you don't have any time for bullshit because you're either going to make payroll, you're going to pay that bill or you're not. And while I guess like people are probably thinking, well, isn't that always the case for business owners? Yes. But I feel like before too, this was 
happening pre-pandemic is like people were never telling you the full story, you know, like there. And now I, I do feel like, again, like the gloves are off a little bit. And so for like our actual business, I just feel so incredibly grateful that there were certain revenue streams or certain things we started like years ago that are the ones that are pulling through in the pandemic. Like I forget who said this, but someone said once, or I heard this once that like most companies have like seven revenue streams. Like I don't, we don't have seven of them, but we have multiple revenue streams. And I can only speak from like a business perspective that like getting crystal clear on what your business is and and what you're building and then getting crystal clear on how you're going to make money has been, I know this sounds so weird to people because they're probably like, you should have been doing this before. I agree. (laughs) But sometimes opportunities would come your way. And so they were like distractions, right? Like I talk about the glitter and glue all the time. I know you guys are sick of that, but I think the low for me, again, outside of the like very obvious lows, like not getting to see your family, everything that's happening in the world. But for me, the personal low was leaving the career, having to close the career Contessa office. (laughs) I can only speak from the standpoint of like the symbolism of like getting in an office. I remember like getting out of my house, getting like my very first office in, in, LA didn't have air conditioning. It was August in downtown LA. If you guys know, that means it was really hot, you know, and then like moving into that co-work space and getting our own tangible, like physical office was just, it meant a lot to me. And it was like a sense of pride to be able to have this space and have everybody join there every. So that was hard for me to just have to be like, there's no reason to have an office and we have to close it down. Like the personal low, I think 2020, I agree. It's like if I, and everyone I'm sure is sick of the word silver lining, but there are a lot of silver linings. And I would say like the big one has just been this, this disruption. And then people get to decide what, where the the disruption leads them and, and where they go. For example, maybe losing the career contestant office would have been like very devastating, but I'm like, Hey, it's okay. Like the stuff like doesn't matter that maybe would have mattered so much before, you know? So you have this new appreciation on like time and value to things and experiences and, you know, just gratitude in a way that I don't know. If, I think we talked about it, but I don't know if it was there. If mm-hmm. That makes sense before. I, th- I think it's a thing of like, I don't know if you've ever had like a family member that's sick or, or if you yourself get sick, like it just puts everything into like such um, sharp focus. And we almost have that like worldwide right now where there's like, I mean, obviously a pandemic or and like an overall like sickness, you can say. And I think it just puts things so into focus of like what matters and what really doesn't. And is like totally like throw away. I was reading about this yesterday. It's called PTG, post-traumatic growth. And it's like, it's not, it's like these psychologists came up with it of when you, like you were saying, Kayleen, like when you have a trauma, like a death in the family or something, uh, the growth that happens afterwards. And like a lot of people call it resilience, obviously, but it is, it's a, like a different outlook. So PTG is what we're all going to have after this. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, good point. (laughs) We're going to do like another podcast at the end of 2021. We'll be like, Here's the thing we got wrong in the 2020 podcast. That was <laughs> yeah. Something else wild. Honestly, I feel like everyone's probably a little bit stronger with facing like crazy pivots now because you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. This is yeah, the, this well, is you're the like new afraid. <laughs> you're afraid to like get too attached to anything else because what's mm-hmm. the point? You know, yeah. so. 
All right. Well, up next, we're going to share our favorite things and our hopes for 2021. Let's take a quick break to talk about issue. The end of this never ending year is coming up soon, which means we're looking back at everything we've done and our highs and our lows. I want to talk about one tool that made 2020 so much easier for us at Career Contessa. Let's talk about issue. You know, the old saying, the devil is in the details. Well, it's true. When you've created something amazing, something that took forever to create, <laughs> like writing a book, <laughs> when it finally comes time to share that with the world, there tends to be last minute details that can hold things up. When you have an important story to share, Issue is the all-in-one platform designed to remove complexity and help you distribute beautiful, eye-catching digital publications. Simply upload your PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision. With Issue, you can create your content once and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and across your social platforms. I have used Issue to navigate so many last-minute details when it came to promoting my book, Power Moves. You can get started today with Issue for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and then use the promo code FEMALES. All right, so this is the spelling. It's issue, I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast, and then put in the promo code FEMALES at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account so you can gift yourself this year. Once again, that's issue.com slash podcast with promo code females. All right, now let's get back to the show. Let's do favorite things. If you guys are on our newsletter, you know that every week on our Sunday newsletter, we always do five things you should know. So this is kind of inspired by that. So the idea is for favorite things, it could be like what's in your shopping cart, maybe a gift for yourself or others? What are you reading, watching, link sharing? These are all just ideas for these favorite things, or even what's something that you think listeners should know. So Aaliyah, we'll start with you. I was just emailing Kayleen some stuff for like the gift guys are putting together. And what an experience that was to sort of go through my past purchased items. A lot of it was just random stuff that was like really specific. But what I noticed an overall theme was like trying to make my home cozier, which makes sense. I think a lot of us have invested time into like wherever we're living because we're spending so much more time. So I got like a lot of candles. I got a humidifier that was like a very nice one before I just had like a little diffuser. And then I got a really comfortable office desk and a new desk in general. Um, So it was just like that investment into the even small things into your home work area is so huge. Like it truly has made me more productive. It it was started because I moved. And so I was like, oh, I can need these little things sort of here and there. But it's like, I could have done this at my old place for sure. But for some reason, that kick of like moving really generated me to start customizing like how, what works for me. I also just want to like shop a lot more locally. I just did that over quarantine. I think the whole like every cafe now is selling like pantry goods and stuff. And that sort of like thinking really shifted into like all my other buying habits. So I think I've just been definitely more into like the local businesses like Etsy online and just communicating with like the business owner directly. Um, So anything sent by mail too. I love like sending my friends like little random letters and stuff. I purchased a lot of stamps in a way that I've never purchased. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
And Kayleen, what about you? Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to start with watching because I've saved this for this podcast because I'm obsessed. The Queen's Gambit, which I just finished, started and finished the other day. And that led to my husband and I, we've never played chess. I know nothing about chess. Got a chess board and played our first game last night. And it was so fun and so focused. And it, you actually feel like your brain working because um, we've just been playing Uno, which is like, it gets pretty heated here, but like, it's such a silly game that there's really, you're not thinking about much. It's pretty random and luck-based, but I'm I'm loving playing chess. Uh, I lost the first game, but it took an hour and a half. So I felt like we're both uh, probably <laughs> genius. What, Bobby Fishers? Is that he was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should do like the like, Blitz um, games where it's timed. <laughs> so it's like oh, a yeah. few minutes long or something. Oh man, I could never. I bet you the amount of chess boards being sold right now is at an all-time high because that show is really good. And I know everyone's like a show about chess. This is going to be so boring, but watch it. It's so good. I hope they come out with another one. It was so good. I, I loved it. So yeah, so I'm deep in the gift guides at this moment. And there's been a couple of things that I've been like recommending over and over and over again because I, I love them. One is this, I ran across this woman on Instagram. I don't know what her actual name is, but um, her handle on Instagram is Blessing Manifesting. And I'm sure, I think you two have both seen the gift guides. She has this self-care planner and it's just like, the happiest, like most colorful self-care planner or planner in general that I've ever seen that I'm like, I don't, I don't see how you could buy that and open it and not just kind of like be happy to plan your day. And so you can download it or you can get it printed. And then there's like a bunch of add-ons you could do for like parenting, fitness, budgeting, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, it's so pretty. It's so happy. I would highly recommend a, uh, Instagram follow. It's just going to sound like I'm like a planning freak and I'm not. My ultimate like always recommendation is the, not sure how to say this, the Stendig calendar. And it's, you've probably seen it. It's like that giant black and white calendar that's just made out of paper. And you, I mean, it's like five feet wide and four feet tall. I just, I love that every year. Uh, so that's one of my favorite parts of the year is ordering my new one and they sell out. Maybe they don't anymore, but in like 2016, I didn't get one and it was not a good year. Sad. <laughs> it really was it's not a, bad a good omen. year. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, but really 2016 was bad. <laughs> it was like literally the worst year of my life. <laughs> Unrelated. Uh, so for my favorite things, I'm going to start with watching also. I've been watching Younger because a while ago we asked you all on Instagram, outside of Emily in Paris, what other shows with workplaces should we analyze on the podcast? And a lot of people recommended Younger. And the same guy, Darren Starr, who made Sex in the City and Emily in Paris also made Younger. So I get why it was recommended. But there's like seven seasons of this show. And the basic premise is that she can't get a job in publishing because she's 40. And so she has to pretend to be a 26 year old. We should definitely analyze this workplace. And it has Hillary Duff and Sutton Foster. Anyway, if you need something that's like half an hour, little snippets, it kind of reminds me of very like sex and city where it's easy to watch. I've been watching younger and that's been like a really nice escape from reality, which I realized that I really do need a good mix of like good serious stuff and then like total like you know it's fake and then shopping cart so I, I've been <laughs> trying for a very long time to figure out how to build a desk in this 
now space I'm turning into an office. And so I've been hanging out at the container store a lot, which is so dangerous because you go there for one thing, but that store is just like, I love it. And I'm like, oh, I can organize this. And so I've been doing a lot of organizing and like investing in like stuff to organize. We also have like a really small house. So I feel like this only you know, you can only live like this if you have stuff organized. And I'm with Aaliyah. I spent a lot of time on Etsy and I just got this downloadable print from someone on Etsy. It was like six bucks. And then I sent it to Framebridge. If you guys haven't used Framebridge, it was so easy. And they sent me this, you guys can probably see in the background right there. They sent me this beautiful frame. It wasn't that expensive. It was like custom done. And so I'm just kind of obsessed with that service. I'm also just trying to support like, I, you know, the thing about Amazon is I think about this all the time. I'm like, I don't actually need that in two days because I'm not going to use it in the next two days. Like maybe like with groceries or something, but like most often I really do not need the book in two days because the odds of me starting that book in two days are slim. So I've been trying to also like just get real with myself about that. I'm like, just go through the extra step of a, you know, checking out. And I've been sending a lot of gift boxes. You guys know, I love box box and you know, they're sourcing from local women owned businesses and local businesses. And if you want to like make a good impression, send a box box. I'm not kidding. Every time I send one of those people are like, Oh my God, that was so nice. And you're like, no, I just picked some items. They did. And like they handwrite the note and everything. Anyway, big, big fan of that. So those are the things that are in my cart. And then quickly let's end with just... <laughs> quickly. Let's end with your hopes for 2021, Aaliyah. <laughs> well, my hope for 21, 2021 is just to keep, like, keep my creative momentum going and just like actualizing everything that pops into my head, which I think because of the remote work situation and whatever, and just having more time in general being home, I feel like I'm just constantly generating the most random like creative ideas. And in before I might like, you know, two years ago, I probably would have been like, oh, that's interesting. It'd be fun to do that, like just for no purpose. And now I've been doing things creatively for absolutely zero purpose. And it's been so fun. Like I started another podcast, which is an absolutely dumb podcast. That's just me and my friend improvising. I don't think I mentioned this to you guys. I wrote like four rom-coms, just an outline for four feature length rom-coms. I also designed a sweatshirt for myself. I like I need this to be a sweatshirt. It's just the design of a cat that I drew. <laughs> and it should be coming in the next couple, like in a week or so. So I'll let you know how it looks. But I'm like, okay, now I have an apparel company. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> if this one looks good, I think I'm just going to start selling merch for to donate. Just like, I don't want to commodify it like, at all. You know, I just want to like keep creating without any like, that's, That's the best way to create, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Like the best way to create is not having the pressure totally. of then trying to monetize yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> unrestrained just from like… That's not a hobby anymore. Yes, <laughs> I know. Exactly. So I'm just like doing a bunch of creative stuff, even if it's just like drawing on my iPad, non like work-related design or something like that. For in terms of work goals, I think just keep making better, more inclusive content and like staying committed to consciously and very actively focusing on like educating ourselves, which… I feel like we really focused on this year, which is very exciting. And I've learned so much stuff. And it also just seems more manageable instead of like, we need to know everything and how to service every single person that reads our site. And it's just interesting. So I'm super excited to keep that going and just eventually post COVID taking advantage of the remote like lifestyle and being able to travel or like, I don't know, set up yeah, shop in a real. random city and just work for like 
a weekend or like not a weekend, but like a day, a weekday. I need to read one of those rom-coms. Please. Okay. They're <laughs> really dumb. <laughs> but um, they're also, good. yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like Hallmark, Netflix, like you should, I haven't read them, but I also love rom-coms and it's rom-com season right now. So I'm with Kayleen. With, in conjunction with all of these random creative projects I've got going my one of my other goals is to sleep more in 2021 because this has <laughs> because it's like what I do after work or on the weekends it does cut into a lot of sleep time so I need to figure out a balance there because I'll just get a random idea and then I'll be like I I need to do this now like I need to create this right now and then I'm like well something I didn't mention but I should have that I recently bought was a weighted blanket and like if you want to sleep a little better first of all I didn't know there was any science I literally thought these were just like cool they're heavy blankets and that feels good but there's actual science that they calm you they soothe you they like help with anxiety and you just get in a deeper sleep and I'm with you I think whatever you have to do to create this environment where you get into not just close your eyes but like a deep yeah. sleep yeah, that's worth it for sure. Okay, Kayleen, what are your hopes and dreams and goals for 2021? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> and they do have to come I, true, so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Then, then I can't say them out loud. That's it. <laughs> and that's that. So my overall goal for 2021, I think, is just focus. I'll never forget my first day back from maternity leave. It was um, in the beginning of June when everything just seemed like the world had turned like completely upside down. It was honestly like a very like depressing meeting we had where we were just kind of stuck and not knowing where to go or like, you know, what should we do? What can we do? And Lauren, I think you had also spoken to uh, one of your friends and it was, I think it was Bola. And she said, you should just focus on what you have been doing and it's been helping people with their careers. And that was like the most you know, when something's like so, so simple, obvious, but, but it's, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, oh, duh, that's exactly what we should be doing. I thought that was like, that was honestly like a highlight moment for me. Cause I remember coming off that call being like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? How are we going to survive? And then we got the advice from Bola and it was like, oh, that is genius. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's focusing whether on work, on positivity, especially on like really challenging days and <laughs> on doing the best I can to quote unquote, like keep it together you know, with everything. And just uh, honestly, and I know this is cheesy, but like being really grateful for, because some days it's really hard, especially uh, I was talking to Lauren earlier. My son is like desperate to walk and he's just so upset that he can't yet. And it just makes the days long. (laughs) 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 But, uh, but that's also, it's, it's amazing that he's strong enough to be able to do that. And he's so strong-willed and like full of energy and he's actually like very happy. So it's just trying and, and I generally try to do this is like keep a pretty positive, grateful spin on things. So yeah, focus and gratitude. So my hopes and goals and dreams for 2021, I would say it's kind of a roundup of everything you guys said. I obviously I'm having a baby. So like my whole, I would say my goal in 2021 is to survive labor, <laughs> not have a bad labor. And I'm sure anyone who's had a baby knows like when you're pregnant, everyone tells you their labor story and it's scary (laughs) and it's frightening and like figuring out the balance of how do you have a kid and work. And so if anybody's self-employed and has maternity leave tips, info at careercontessa.com and let me know because I, I definitely feel like my big thing for 2021 is just, you know, doing that and also trying to have so much gratitude for the fact that like, 
I, I've gotten to be pregnant during quarantine. Like this is as good as it gets. And Kayleen, thank you for all your girlfriend collective maternity leggings because those have been a lifesaver. And then from professional goals for 2021, I, I'm kind of, and I've said this before and like the Lauren letters I send out, but just kind of feeling very um, like sustainable growth. So sometimes I have this weird anxiety of like feeling like we need to be doing all the things or I'm not doing something that's really cool and exciting. And I realize there's almost like this addiction sometimes to feeling like, well, if things aren't exciting enough or they're not like changing enough, like go out and do this whole new thing. And so I would say professionally, like I feel like I'm in a really good spot. I feel like career contestant and the focus, like going back to bolus advice, like just you know, like what do you do? And like, just simplifying, I guess like simplifying stuff is, is sort of a goal for, for work. I mean, I, I would like to, you know, we've been working on a new website for like over a year and then it had to get paused, whatever. Like I would like some of these things to get off my to-do list if I'm being really practical, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I like what we have and I, and I just kind of want, instead of adding more, I want to do better with what we do. Like when we make a course, like thinking about how can we make it the best or a podcast or, you know, the, the content that we put out there and maybe I'm one of the lucky ones, but like, I love the content. Like I love creating content and knowing that our advice is helping people. So I'm really satisfied, but also challenged professionally still because, you know, no two days are the same while my week might have a lot of the same stuff in it. It also has enough creativity and enough challenge. And what I, one of the also like realities I know about work is like, if you're not getting that from work, look at what Aaliyah is doing. Like she's going out start and she's five other having these creative cre- endeavors. Yeah. Start <laughs> five other things and write rom coms. And you know, I, but I do, I think a lot of people put pressure on work to like mm-hmm. fulfill them and engage them 24 seven. And maybe this is just something as I've gotten older, but I, I sort of realized that like it doesn't have to be the super glamorous thing to be super engaging and super fulfilling. And like, man, life just can't be like that all the time. And quarantine has especially made it. So like, yeah, the, you know, the glamor of like the traveling, the happy hours, all these like things with your friends, but you also have this whole, as I said earlier, this whole other value of time to where you spend your time and how you spend your time or like where you spend your money and, and things like that. So So I know I'm not saying anything amazing for hopes for 2021 other than to say like, I, you know, I think having, look, I think having a baby is a pretty big one. So I'm, I'm just going to be funny that that your baby's (laughs) going to come into 2021 and be like, all right, what I miss. And it's just like, you (laughs) just missed it. (laughs) And Woody will be like, like, oh, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I fill you in on what this is like. I know. Oh my God. It is very true. I feel like she'll come into the world and it's like, She's like, yeah, President Biden. Um, (laughs) She's like, what? Like, it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) I guess every I guess every baby comes into the world like what I miss. (laughs) Yeah. To be honest, too, I'd be lying if I said that I'm not secretly just so happy that it's a girl because that means we'll outnumber my husband. So, you know, if we want to get really into the nitty gritty of things like Sorry, Kayleen, you're outnumbered, but... Lauren, she's just going to look exactly like your husband, so get ready for that because <laughs> it's just like two clones. Like, whenever we see a person, they're like, oh, he looks exactly like your husband. It's like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I And now that I've said it, I've definitely jinxed it, so... All 
All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Females. Hopefully you guys liked that this was sort of a a Thanksgiving edition, not like super heavy dose of career advice, but more life advice. If you like what you heard and if you guys like these type of episodes, definitely include that in your review. We love hearing from you all. And of course, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to you. If you're looking for more information about our favorite things, be sure to check out all our gift guides ranging from gifts for yourself to your eco-conscious sister to the hardworking entrepreneur in your life. And we have a bunch of like specific links that you can follow. Plus, we share our favorite things every week in our weekly newsletter, in addition to a roundup of great career resources. Be sure to join the 100,000 plus other savvy readers and subscribe. That link is in the show notes as well. Yep. And I'll put all the links to the gift guides in the show notes as well. But of course, you guys can always go to careercontessa.com and see this week's content. 